1: TC Live with you on a Tuesday night in Big D, one of five hot venues around the globe this week. From far-flung deserts in Abu Dhabi to the plodding clay courts of Argentina to the friendly confines of SMU in Dallas. We've got it all covered for you on this Tuesday. Coming up on the show, fitting that the Dallas tournament is being held on a college campus because the draw is overflowing with former college stars. We'll check in on everyone's midterms. Of course, we've seen some pretty suspect line calls in college tennis, but we may have found the most egregious ever. This one you won't believe. Plus, our Black History Month tribute to former Olympic gold medalist and top five star Zina Garrison, all part of our show tonight as we say welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Tennis Channel Live. So glad you're with us as we wrap up another 18-hour day of live match coverage around the globe. We love days like this with Hall of Famer Tracy Austin and just in from his Tuesday night bowling league, Paul Anacone. It's uh, very sporty. What do you call that?
2: I call this, this is a Kith specialty. Oh. Ronnie Fie, Nick Anacone, hooked I see. me up. In other words, Paul got it for free for Everybody son, so. can be jealous of my Wearing, sweater. No, it, looks good. it looks good on you, though. Paul it
3: does. looks good in
1: anything. Um, it's a good segue to uh, John Isner because, uh, you know, death and taxes is immutable. So is John Isner serving like 22 aces on an indoor hardcore? He, he'll amazing. do this until how old?
2: 120. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Still, Mark Petchy and I are still sitting there just looking at each other. The guy just still hits spots. It's amazing. Time and time and time again. Had a bunch of break chances in the first set convert but again good tiebreak. second tiebreak was really good tennis from john i mean Wilson.
3: there were two tie breaks in an isner match that's weird right <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i know that's a shocker you know when the draw comes out doesn't matter how old john is 37 or where he's ranked around 40 i think everybody looks okay indoor hard do i want to play isner do i want to play that serve that's going to have this trajectory it's just got to be so mind-blowing to have to try to get so much pressure to hold your own serve
1: the tiebreaks number 497 and 498 of his career. He's won 480 matches, so more than one per match. But we're going to start the highlights with the women in Linz, Austria. Maria Sakkari is the top seed there, taking on Nuria Parizas Diaz.
3: Yeah, and Maria Sakkari, she is looking to take this title. This is just the first round here, but she is looking sharp, moving the ball around beautifully. Parizas Diaz could not hit enough weight on her shots and Sakari had her moving from side to side. Terrific accuracy gets a nice hefty lead and that first set in the pocket 6-1. Breezes Diaz she realized that she had to up the ante here in the second set going a little bit bigger. A little more whip off both the forehand and the backhand and takes it to a tie break. But this is where Sakari, just the experience of playing the bigger matches is so intense every single point it was quite close but she gets across the finish line
1: seventh win of the year for maria sacri though she hasn't played anybody in the top 30 yet liked her form on this tuesday in Linz.
4: i think i played a great first set i mean it was very solid from the first point um you know i I got i got the early break and then i got the second break which really helped i think i served really well the entire match but Obviously, you know, um, I had a little bleep in the second set when I was six-five up, serving for the match. But you know, she played a great second set and she was very, very solid. So I'm, I'm happy I found a solution at the end of it.
1: That she did. Now, now we touched on this yesterday, but Maria Sacari has a lot of points to defend coming up over the next month. These are the results she had this time a year ago. Paul, she's got one-third of her total points on the line at the next three tournaments pressure no pressure
2: and if she's looking at those numbers she's in trouble they've got to be talking her team has to be talking to her about just this whole year i'm such a big believer look it's great for us to talk about on tv i talked to taylor fritz about it first year in the top 10 in december i said next month you're starting at zero there's nothing to defend everyone starts at zero in january we'll see how well you do through the 11 months everyone's got the same same thing so you have to get them to buy in and believe that. That sounds like one of those things that's easier to say than it to is. get a player to 100%. buy in right? And You know,
3: when I played, I never thought about what I was really defending. You're right. But I think there are some players out there that feel that pressure. Most? Of, most. most of them do. And they're, they're so focused on it. They know that in a month or in three months or in June, yeah. I've got those big points to defend. If you can convince your player and they can buy in, that's the best way. You go out and play to win every match. Not trying to defend and trying to not
2: lose. Don't get your
1: calculator out. But not to not
3: lose. You're not going to win. For sure. All
1: right. Uh, she plays a lucky loser in the second round, Vovara Gracheva, so a good chance for her to get some points in the pocket as we move on to the Donna Vekic match. Of course, Vekic coming off the quarters in Australia, Paul, against Korpatch today.
2: Yeah, how about Donna Vekic and has uh, our own Pam Shriver helping her out, doing a really good job. What I would categorize as redefining her identity, right? Big serving, big forehand. She's using a good job controlling the tempo of the rallies, won almost 60 percent of her own second serve points protected the serve well saved five of six of her own break points. I love Donna Vekic's game when she's clear using those big power groundies and she's really committed and simplified with her game plan. And that's how she looks in 2023 to me, guys. That's how you
1: improve to eight and one on the year. Little deft drop volley to wrap it up. Had three break points, converted them all, and she is on to round two. So let's spin the globe to Abu Dhabi, this tournament member replacing St. Petersburg because of the war in Ukraine. How good does this feel? Both of these players, Paul, had to qualify
2: for the main draw. I mean, that's, I couldn't believe the qualifying draw when I looked at it and the cutoff. And so great for Shelby Rogers after losing a tough first set to really hang in there, do a great job. You know what you're going to get with Layla Fernandez. A lot of fight, a lot of great movement and counter-punching skills. And for Shelby Rogers, really good to stick by her guns, get through that tie break, get on the offense early in the third set, and really did a great job controlling the tempo of the rally, his shots from the back of the court, speed of the court helped her. That's a big win for Shelby Rogers. Just the second win of the
1: year for Shelby. She gets Contivate in round two. Layla Fernandez though not the only former U.S. Open finalist to lose in Abu Dhabi today. The champ from 2019 Tracy Bianca Andrescu, went down to Putin Seva.
3: Yeah and Andrescu actually had a two-love lead in this set and this is where Putin Seva got the break back. Ties it up at three all. This was but always going to be an interesting matchup. The first time that these two have ever played. they have so much variety. No two points are ever going to be the same. No two shots in a row are going to be the same. Paul look at this little shot. Think she's going to hit a huge swing volley, but nope. Goes with the dropper from pretty deep. Terrific touch from her, and then it was pretty straightforward in the second set. And. She really played very well, both Andreski five times had 21 winners. Andreski only
1: won half of her first serve points in this match. That's uncharacteristic as we head over to Dallas and the parade of college stars there. We start with the Trojans, Stevie Johnson taking on the French lefty, Manorino.
3: Manorino's always tough. I love this little slice from Johnson. It's short purposely and Manarino not getting up to that ball. And actually Johnson, a set point here on his own serve. He actually had 6-3, three, three set points, looks like he's set. Set, and he cannot come up with the big passing shot off the forehand. And Manorino is able to take all those points at the end. With four straight points to take that first set. Big Game serve for Manorino. He had 13 aces on the day. Didn't face a break point the entire match. And the second set, Stevie looked a little fatigued. Manorino will do that to you. He sends you on a tight rope, Left, right, angles, deep, short, slice and it was just a little too much for Stevie Johnson. Got wild.
1: And uh, Manorino will get the other mustache in the next round, Jordan Thompson, so mustache (laughs) to mustache for the Frenchman. And uh, Paul, since it is against FCC regulations to narrate your own son's highlight, would you please do the honors on this one?
2: I'll tell you what, it was a tough day at the office for Brandon, but J.J. Wolf has started off the year so well, some tremendous tennis down in Australia getting to the round of 16 power ground strokes today big serving did such a great job only lost one point on his first serve really gave Brandon not a lot to look at really difficult when you play someone who is serving so well because it puts a ton of pressure on your own serve Tracy Austin just said that about John Isner same thing here for Brandon didn't get a lot of freebies fought extremely hard, but J.J. got the early break and served out the first set. He was controlling his service games very comfortably, and I think that built a lot of pressure. Brandon did a nice job getting and through the collies, playing some really good tennis in the qualies, two tie breaks to qualify, but this is a hot young American, J.J. Wolf, playing terrific tennis. Brandon got down that break in the second, and then J.J. Wolf again consolidated the closeout there, but a terrific job from J.J. Wolf. And that Brandon Holt
1: kid's pretty good too, Trace. The the Buckeye over the Trojan for this instant. Is that hard for you to how would you watch the match today?
3: I actually, Huska, Mark Huska, the producer, found me a little edit room <laughs> where it was quiet and where it was dark, and I got to watch by myself. And yes, it is hard to watch. And JJ was so impressive played today. Well, yep. His serve is so big, he's so strong physically. Um, you know, there's obviously, as, as a coach, I'm writing down a few things. Yeah, but you. Were, you, were you mom
1: or coach when you were watching?
3: I'm both. I'm both. I mean, my heart is, is mom and my mind is coach of, of what he can improve. And you know what? I feel like I have a pretty good perspective. He started at the beginning of last year nine twenty-four in the world. Absolutely. He's inside the top 200. Absolutely. Played three matches. He's played doing just great. a few tournaments at the ATP and level. And dealing
2: with his injuries. How about December out of Carson? I saw him a bunch. He's still trying to get healthy. He's with, doing his, great. with his
3: shoulder. Yep. Plus so he had great. to look
2: up into the crowd and see his dad sitting with that guy with the
1: headband on. I like was trying to look like <laughs> Bjorn Borg. <laughs> that had to be a distraction.
3: Oh, I, know, I don't that's know. Your, that's, your that's my friend, friend Bart. He, he was a he very was... good cheerleader. So, Jay was too good.
1: Okay. Uh, nice job, Brandon, qualifying for another main draw inside the top 200. This whole kit is pretty good. We've got a lot to get to on this Tuesday night. We'll show you highlights from down on the clay in Argentina, which we haven't done yet. Plus, Tennis Channel celebration of Black History Month continues with the daughter of the Lone Star State, who marched all the way from Houston to Olympic gold. Back on TC Live in a moment.
4: From the moment she discovered tennis as a 10-year-old in Houston, Zena Garrison was a force to be reckoned with. Her early instruction at the hands of legendary coach John Wilkerson set the tone for the remarkable career that followed. Soon, Garrison rocketed up the sport's upper ranks, and in 1990, she became the first black woman to reach a Grand Slam final since Althea Gibson won consecutive Wimbledon titles in 1957 and 1958. Garrison's prime saw her ascend to the number five worldwide ranking and become the first black woman to reach the Wimbledon final in the open era. She retired in 1996 with 14 singles titles, 20 doubles titles, doubles gold, and singles bronze medals at the 1988 Olympics. Her tennis story returned full circle to Houston, where she followed the example of her first coach, John Wilkerson. The Zena Garrison Tennis Academy provides 45 weeks of free tennis training to Houston kids, along with college preparatory classes, wellness and nutrition lessons, and gardening classes. She's created opportunities for children from all walks of life. And while she was a force on the court, she had an even greater impact beyond it.
1: Zena played in the same era as some transcendent champions, so we forget sometimes won nearly 600 matches, Wimbledon final, three other slam semis, top five singles and doubles, Olympic gold, that is a full file of achievement. You can watch all of our Black History Month features at tennischannel.com. When we come back, how far will some players go to win a point? In the case coming up, farther than we've ever seen before. You don't want to miss this. on tc live and the tennis world has been reacting all day today to the story american jessica pagula posted to the players tribune this morning entitled i want to talk about my mom jesse gives her first person account of the horrifying cardiac arrest her mother suffered last june and the slow road to recovery that she's been on since then jesse discusses how her sister who had just learned cpr saved their mother's life and how the incident involving Buffalo Bill star Damar Hamlin on the team the Pagula family owns struck especially close to home as a result. It is emotional, it is honest, it is courageous, and we all send our best energy to Kim Pagula and the entire family as mom fights her way back. So with that, we're going to get back into the highlights, heading down to day two of the clay season. Golden swing, Cordoba, Argentina. Christian Garin, Tracy, against El Presidente, Pedro Martinez. Isn't
3: this amazing to see the different trajectory when they go to clay, the bad bounce there. It's so hot down there because it's the summer season. And it's Gareen who was able to get through that opening set. Both of these guys are such incredible clay court players. Long rallies, overhit by Gareen, and Martinez, Pedro Martinez, is able to win that second set. And then it's all one way traffic. Look how far behind the baseline. He is to return that ball, and he gets the double break here. Great movement, terrific accuracy, and terrific return here. Look how deep this is, and then immediately toggles in to the baseline, hits it on the rise. Great win. Welcome
1: to Clay Court Tennis again. We had a six-love third set. This match still went two and a half hours. It's on on the Golden Swing. Here's the match that preceded TC Live in Dallas. Big John Isner home game against Jason Tseng.
2: Yeah, and John uh, got off to a start where he created opportunities, three break points, the first game returning, had a couple more later in the set. Brett, I know you're going to be shocked to know this, but John held serve all the way to six all. Get out of here. No, he did. all the So way what, to what, six what do up. they do when they get there? And uh, they play a tie break, I which see. John's yeah. played a few of, and he did a nice job getting that lead in the tie break. Look, it's so difficult. For Young, Jason saying to get a read on the serve really didn't get a rhythm at all, had one break point. Isner holds the first set out and the second set, guess where they went to, Brett?
1: Not another tie They, they break. did a Dude, tie break. Probably. And actually,
2: John Isner played a tremendous tie break in the second set. Some lengthy rallies, controlling with his forehand. Look at the beautiful low volley to go up 6-1. to one. And from there, it was just home cooking. Did a great job.
1: If you're never going to have a shot against John's serve. If he serves 80%, you're really not going to have a shot. And he's at home.
2: I had used my serve to my advantage today. The, truthfully, the first set should have been a lot easier. Uh, and I was a little bit, I guess, worn out after that first set uh, emotionally. But I was able to you know, stay even in the second set. And I played a really, really good tiebreaker. And I'm very happy I'm not still on this court. I, uh, I want to go to bed.
1: And he can go to bed in his own bed since he's at home. Social net for Tuesday. Look, we've seen some suspect line calls in the sport of tennis, but this is next level. This is Charles Corteau of Radford in the near court here. Watch this return. that
2: He calls that return long over the baseline, just, guys. Just missed. Just a, just a little, little long.
3: Could have been wide. I don't know. And watch. he get, does the, I'm just joking. He does the fist pump. He says, come on. Before the ball even bounces, and that has to be
2: it's just retaliation, a retaliation right? call. Yeah. Because
3: I was reading the thread, and they're saying that the be. opponent who's returning apparently in the first game, this was only the second game of the match.
2: Oh, really? In, yeah,
3: in the first <laughs> game, the opponent well, had already into called it, guys. three bad calls. Get so, into it. Yeah, you know, this— Unfortunately, Paul, we know this is too often if this happens in junior tennis, in college tennis. But I'd say so early in the match, call a chair umpire.
1: It must have been a heinous hook that he's responding to here. Players on tour saw this on social media today, and a bunch of them responded. Taylor Fritz had this to say. He said he was a very nice line caller in his junior days. But he said that if he cheated, he would do this
2: too. Would he? Look, it's a retaliation thing, and that's you know that's exactly what Taylor's talking about. It's not the it's not the first, or will it be the last one? What does Brandon here say, Trace?
3: If you watch it in slow mo, see, I told you, might
2: just been watched, just (laughs) missed. Good eye, Brandon. Tracy, have you taken Brandon to
1: the optometrist? Good eye, Brandon. That's a sense of humor. I like. I like it. I mean,
3: we it's worth one more look. They gotta this quarto is decided wherever this ball goes, even if it goes in the net, what can I'm calling they do? it out. What can they do Whoa. about it?
2: College tennis. What yeah. do they do about that? More chair More umpires pitchers? in
3: junior tennis and in college tennis. And to be real, if you call in juniors, if you call a referee, they come out for two yep, games right away. and then they leave. And it goes back to cheating.
1: Bad uh, uh, karma. One of our colleagues said that, uh, who has a junior's child playing, told her son that if someone does this to you, You've got to do it back to them to make them stop. Is that the case? Mm? Wouldn't be just, wouldn't be my your, no. Wouldn't be my suggestion.
3: Call it call an umpire.
1: Yeah. Okay. We need more umpires and juniors. That is a hook of all times in college tennis. Uh, don't forget Woo. this is how you can watch our center court action tomorrow. Another 18-hour day coming your way, starting 6 a.m. Eastern with the women in Austria and Abu Dhabi, then France, Argentina, and Dallas. And Back with you at midnight Eastern for another edition of TC Live. What will Paul wear tomorrow?
3: (laughs) Can't wait to
0: see.
1: Well, in addition to all the Tennis Channel match coverage we told you about tomorrow, we've got a whole separate slate of action at your disposal on T2. Additional matches from Linz, Montpellier, and Cordoba, hosted by Jan Michael Gamble and C.C. Bell. A six-hour window kicking off at 8.30 a.m. Eastern exclusively on your Samsung TV or mobile device. Now, time for our hot shot of the day. How about a guy playing in his first-ever tour-level tournament, Alex Rybakov, gets the hot shot?
2: Yeah, this is quite an athletic move right here. Watch Marcus Giron get this. How about over that? No! The little one-handed flick backhand overhead. And welcome to Showtime, my friend. Great get from Giron. Terrific positioning with the lob. And Rybakov says, "I got the skills to manage that one. What that a beautiful some good shot!
3: Tennis to that was great. He around the three sets
1: that, that he did. Here are your feature matches for tomorrow, Wednesday, on center court, starting in Montpellier. Sinner versus Fucevic. Remember, that's a rematch from the Australian Open. Sinner came back from two sets to love to beat." Fucevic in Melbourne. Benchic and Kostyuk should be fun. And American Shelby Rogers against Annette Contavate, that is in Abu Dhabi. So let's preview a couple of the matches on this list. And let's start with the All-American matchup there. Big Foe against Mackie McDonald. I-, I know Paul that foe will be the alpha in this match, but Mackie's the guy who beat Rafa in Australia. Mackey's the guy who won in his Davis Cup debut last week. Does he have a little
2: momentum for a
1: possible upset
2: here? I, I think so. Look, I think it's always tough playing your countrymen. I think that there's going to be a little a little bit of different kind of pressure on both the guys but they're so familiar and and with Francis I'm really interested to see how he comes off of Australia. Is he going to have a lot of confidence or is he going to be a little little air out of the balloon which can happen so it's going to be a tough one.
3: Yeah, I, to me, I think they play very similar style of play, but I think Francis has just that extra firepower. So unless Francis has a bad day, I, I think Francis is going to move through.
1: All right. Uh, they've split their two meetings so far. Mackie winning the one time they played on a hard court. Meanwhile, in Linz tomorrow, American Alicia Parks is going to play on Angelina Kalinina. Parks, of course, coming off that first tour level title last week in Lyon. Tracy, what do you like about this young American?
3: Her serve, first of all, I would like to hit a few serves in my life like hers. Uh, Her serve is amazing. Her ground strokes have so much power, and now they're finding their mark. They're finding their consistency. I think there are a lot of players now that when they look at the draw, I was talking about Isner, they don't want to play Alicia Parks because it's really the match is not in your hands. It's not in your control, and she's playing with so much confidence now. Her first title what on Sunday.
2: It's amazing what confidence does, right? I mean, she's a tremendous athlete. You talk about that serve, us, so many free points, um, creates a lot of options and opportunities, and now she's got a ton of confidence. And uh, speaking speaking about confidence, uh, Barbara? Oh, no. Do we have a. We need That's... someone to have some confidence for.
3: Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday, to you you. Our, This
2: is our guy. I thought I had gotten Look, how, This is how oh, he I comes got... to work. I... I...
3: No, this is actually representing he's taking flight lessons. So he's going to oh, be a pilot
2: right. very soon.
1: Um, I mean, not as a job. Are you going to fly? Just for
3: fun. I mean, even I tomorrow, Happy I think, birthday, at dude. Santa that's Monica very, Airport, you're taking sweet. a lesson. Thank
1: you. Absolutely. I thought I was going to sneak out under the wire, but Tennis Channel never lets you get away. Thank you very much. It's,
2: thank you, Barbara. I couldn't have thought of a better you.
1: way thank to spend Muska, birthday Muska, thank than you. my birthday with my family. I'm 29 again. I can't tell you how many times I've been. 20. Are we going to preview the last match, or was was that just fake in the rundown? Oh, okay. Let's see. Tracy, a little frosting. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Hey, it's good. You think we can eat all this before we go off the air? My money's on us. Uh, Mm. Make sure you join us. Happy birthday, dude. Thank you. Uh, Six a.m. Eastern tomorrow for another eighteen hours of Center Court coverage. We'll all be in uh, a sugar coma by then. I hope you enjoy those people who are conscious for Tracy and Paul and all of our crew who snuck this in on me. I'm Brett. Thanks a lot.
4: Happy birthday.